Matters. Uh, Higher Education and Training Minister Blaine Zimande has asked students to engage his department constructively in order to resolve legitimate concerns. Zimande was briefing the media in Pretoria on the outcome of a meeting with higher education stakeholders. He also says he's grateful to not have received any reports about violence and disruptions. Zimande has also urged students to also help them by working hard in their studies so that others after them can get the opportunity for funding as well. The government's commitment to the higher education cause is demonstrated in part by the substantial increases in funding to NESFAS since 2010. We remain committed to finding the resources to support the children of all poor working class and middle class families in their quest to better their lives and those of their families through skills acquisition. For example, and as already alluded to above, I announced last year that all students who come from household with a combined income of less than 600,000 rands per annum will experience a no-fee increase for 2017, which would cover about 75% of university students, and some universities, more than 90% of the students will be covered, as well as in many colleges. This is one example of the issues raised by Safeza, and the answer is very clear. Yes, the moratorium on fee rises up to 8% for 2017, and also 0% increase for the categories that we have outlined will also apply to TVET colleges. It's definitely not just for universities. This will bring huge relief to factory workers, miners, nurses, teachers, police, social workers, and other working families in occupations that do not earn huge salaries and who have children at colleges and universities. That's uh, Higher Education and Training Minister Bladen Zimande speaking to the media earlier today. Uh, to take this a little bit further, we're joined by President of South African College's Principals Organization, Helen Tlatleng. Uh, good afternoon to you, uh, Ms. Tlatleng. Um, to, let's, we're speaking specifically about the TVET colleges. Uh, the minister um, praised the fact that things have been peaceful so far. There have been some concerns raised about matters surrounding TVET colleges. Uh, have there been any disruptions at TVET colleges? Because I've read that some have indeed been uh, disrupted. Thank you, thank you, and, and good afternoon to everybody. The, the sporadi, they have been very sporadic, if I have to say, and they Nothing intent that we have heard of it. You know, nothing that would do property damage or injured students. But there have been threads of students that are coming to colleges. Maybe they would stop them outside the campus or stop them at the place where they are getting their public transport. Or in some instances, even getting into a campus and cause, you know, where students are queuing to register. That's what we have heard. But we haven't get, we haven't received any any report on, on something that is dangerous. We mm. haven't received that. In terms of... Ter- we have just been cautious. We been cautious of it. Okay, yeah, but in, in terms of this okay. uh, th- this meeting and uh, discussion of a, a way forward, uh, are you pleased with the way um, discussions progressed? Are you happy about the year ahead? Yes, we are, but not we until until Safeza has come to the party to take discussions, we would not be totally happy because they are the crux of of, of the whole matter.
And with, without them coming to the table, even if they don't want to discuss with principals, but at least take the discussion with the minister, you know, or the Department of Higher Education and Training, because we we cannot be discussing over memos with one party to the other. We need to sit around the table and, and understand the challenges that we are having. Some of them that different stakeholders have been raising and come up with timelines on how we sort out this matter. Yeah, those timelines I think are going to be very important uh, for some of the students uh, who have said uh, they're, they're battling to get certificates. Uh, some of the lecturers are below standards. Uh, they have indicated that uh, a number of TVETs are functioning very, very badly and it's affecting the education that they get and the qualifications that they get. Do you agree with them that uh, the situation in TVET colleges really needs to be jacked up? I, I, I wouldn't agree with the notion that TVET colleges are really bad, that the sector is it's so bad that there is no quality. If, if there's a problem in one or two, that would not justify the 262 campuses around, you know, if there are problems somewhere. What do we do? We cannot say lecturers are unqualified. They might be underqualified. As, as I said initially to say, we have, in, in Tibet colleges, we need a lecturer. The kind of lecturer we need is somebody that is an artisan and at the same time must be an academic. That combination is very rare in this country. Because you cannot take an academic into a workshop. He would not be able to make it. And we always employ artisans and not only encourage them, but also in some instances where we get money, pay for them to go and study, you know, part-time on a teacher qualification. Because it's important that they understand the method of teaching. That pedagogy is very important. So in that case, if they lack it, or if there is an institution that is not, we are, we are going to go on a skills audit in, in, in colleges in, in the country in order to clarify and see where the problem is. And I think the professor itself has actually said the minister must do the skills audit. Maybe they should give the minister an opportunity to do the skills audit. I, so I, I'm not saying it is all hunky-dory. I'm not saying things are very good. I'm not saying everything is perfect. But what I'm trying to be cautioning people, it's not as this mile as it has been portrayed. In terms of, it's, it's a huge problem. I, I did some research uh, last year into the problems that Tibet's uh, face in, in attracting the right uh, type of uh, teaching staff. And clearly, it's going to be an important thing to be unpacked to get the right people to train them and to get them back into Tibet colleges. But in terms of uh, the 2017 academic year, there were differing reports about enrollment and people battling to get, A, the funding through NASFIS, uh, issues with the, the funding for transport and accommodation and this. How smoothly has uh, the start to the TV year been going? Okay. I love the way when, when you said uh, getting the right lecturers going back to TVET colleges. So you acknowledge the fact that we used to have them. We lost them somewhere. But we, we started the 2017 academic very well. I, I, I should acknowledge the fact that the issue of the, the NESFAS, uh, they have introduced a new model of enrollment. It's, in some instances, it's a bit teasing. But we, it, and it's teasing because it has to be talking to the systems within the college, you know, your IT system. So colleges use different IT systems. So it depends on how your IT system responds to 
the NESFAS IT system. And it's, remember, uh, NESFAS at Tibet colleges, it's, it's, it's a bursary, it's not a loan. So students have to pay it back. And but at the same time, it has a very huge impact to colleges if students do not go, apply, and do not claim. It does not only leave us with a debt, it leaves us in us losing that money and NESFAS. So what we are pleading with our students is, Please apply after applying. If you, they send you an SMS, respond by going to sign what you call is it, a schedule of particulars. Because that schedule of particulars, it is the one that releases fund or tuition fund to an institution. And after that, then they can get money for transport and accommodation. And let's agree. It's a fund, but it's not as big as all that. You know, Tibet College is underfunded. It's a fact that we are underfunded. We yes. struggle in, in anything. In a grant, we struggle. We are not funded in infrastructure. That is a fact. And if we lose that NES fund, it's operational funding that will put us in a bad light. Ms. Ntotleng, in terms of the, the discussions you had uh, over the last few days, which uh, the Higher Education and Training Minister was referring to, uh, clearly very important discussions uh, to do with our higher education and training environment. Uh, were any students uh, involved in those discussions, or is that report back only going to be taking place tomorrow uh, when the Minister uh, speaks to students of the South African Further Education and Training Students Association? No, we, the students were not there. The students were supposed to have met with the minister on the 19th. Uh, uh, apparently, they sent it down. So there's always been a try. Uh, what we hear from DHET report that they have been struggling to get the students who have been refusing to come and meet the minister. But apparently, they have agreed that tomorrow they will take discussions with the minister. And uh, we can only go there if we're invited. But we have agreed that we must get the strategic committee at the end of the day where students will also participate so that we should not discuss issues in silos. So it should be all stakeholders in one and discuss. They should also understand that some of the issues we have been raising them over a period of time. I mean, we had meetings with ministers in the beginning of last year already raising some of these things. And some of these things we know they are beyond him. You know, issues of funding. He is also saying, I'm struggling to get funding for you, and I understand it. And I definitely wish that I can get more funding for Tibet colleges. But uh, we need to come up with a way of doing it.